Hey, bitches. I'm Jono. And I'm Dominic. And this, this is Jabber. All right, and welcome to the show today. Hi. Hi. So today we're talking about... Relationships. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. Sure. Uh, first, we're going to get into personal relationship viewpoints. Right. So, Dominic, where do you stand on personal relationship viewpoints? Well, like, <laughs> like what, is it, what does a personal relationship mean to you? Um, you know, look, it's, at the end of the day, it's about companionship. Having a best friend, someone you can, you know, trust, laugh with, rely on. Um, uh, there's just so many layers to it. You know, there's monogamy, which we know I don't believe in. And I just think that, you know, it, there's so many rules. And I think it takes away from the purpose of what a relationship is supposed to be about. I feel relationships begin with trust. and No, trust is earned, I think. Well, that's true. Trust is earned, but you have to have trust in order to have anything to grow. Like, you know, if you want to successfully move forward, you want to, you know, continue in the relationship, it all begins with trust. Right. I mean, I feel like trust and fidelity and commitment, I mean, they're all different categories. You know what I'm saying? Loyalty and fidelity and sex, they're all different. Mm -hmm. I can compartmentalize those, mm -hmm. you know? So for me... We have a good time, and maybe we trust each other, and uh, not maybe, like definitely, we trust each other, we have a good time together, those are separate. Sex, that's separate. Yeah. I don't see sex and trust going together as something that make up something as a whole. I think they're separate. Okay. Yeah. But it defines like what type of relationship you have. Mm -hmm. If it's just a sexual relationship, or if it's like, a, like an actual, like, two people involved with each other monogamy relationship mm -hmm. then you know it's different for everybody right well i mean what kind of relationship do you know do you want i mean you have a relationship but mm -hmm. what kind of relationship do you have or did you want previously to this um i've always wanted a long-term relationship and uh -huh. i've had a long-term relationship it wasn't great but um that's what i yearn for I want yeah. to be with somebody who I know it's going to start a foundation and I'm going to feel secure with. Right. That, you know, we are together with each other. And right. I don't like to share my dick. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day. I actually, you know, I obviously want all of those things too. You know, we, we all want someone that we can wake up next to, go to bed with, you know, even if you don't live together, you know, texting in the morning, texting at night, thinking about each other all day. That's obviously something that, that we both want and yearn for. But I think the way we go about it and our mentalities on getting it and having it and maintaining it, they're all different. Yeah, I agree. So, um, like, you were very monogamous, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, like, how does that, like, work for you in your life? I'm able to... Yeah, I'm going to get into it a little bit later, but yeah. I'm able to turn off my... Uh, I think Jose will get, get what, this word that I'm going to use right now, my inner puta. And so, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I'm able to turn that off okay. to have start something meaningful with whoever I want to choose my life with. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, for me, I mean, 
if I'm dating somebody, see, like, there's like different. There, there's 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 a difference. What? Yeah. So when when I was out and about, you know, doing my thing, you know, I didn't, you know, like put anybody on the spot. You know, like this is gonna go somewhere. This is gonna do something. Right. Like you know, if it was a casual encounter, yeah. You know, most of the time, like you know, like you can call them a regular. You know, mm-hmm. but like it, it wasn't gonna go anywhere. Right. You know, it just because we liked each other's um, shit and we just wanted to can keep playing with it. You know, it's it's it wasn't gonna go anywhere past that. Right. Unless I found something in the person, in which I found in, in my um, my David, um, you, right. we were able to find something better than sex. I actually want to ask you about <clears throat> your relationship later, mm-hmm. um, but you know. So we talked on the way here. We carpool. <laughs> about relationships and everything. And you were really fascinated by my take on it. And you were like asking me all these questions. And they were mm. valid. They were valid questions. But of course I always had a response. You know, and an answer. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, feelings are feelings. You might fall in love and the rules are out the window. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and that's, I think that's my problem. Because I fall in love with someone. Right, like, right, right. Like if... Like, even, like, like I had this one guy that I was seeing, like, for almost, like, almost a whole year. And he was, he was my regular. And I was falling in love with him. Like, and then when I had a conversation with him, I was like, hey, so what about this? It ended. Because, really? yeah, it's because it wasn't what he wanted. Right. You know, like, and, and once I even crossed that line with him, it was, it was too much to even ask and question. So it's, mm-hmm. like, coming forward... And knowing what the relationship is yeah. before, you know, either one of us, you know, catches feelings or anything like that. That's when you have that agreement of what it is and what, what which ways are going. Is it just going to be sex or is it going to be something more than sex? Right. Because you need to have a relationship for sex. Yeah. Right. I mean, for me, look, you can get sex anywhere. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's about the commitment when you're together. Yeah. You're not saying, like, for example, I think weddings and, 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 and that, that sort of thing, it's a, it's a legal thing. I think it's great if you want to make that commitment. But for me, I don't need a wedding. I don't need a ring. I don't need a paper that says I'm married or committed. I think that's something between me and the person. We are committed. We choose each other every day because we want to. And if we no longer feel that way, we need to have that conversation. I don't want any strings attached that force us to be together to make it hard to leave. I want you to have every reason to leave and you choose to stay. Mm-hmm. You, I want you to be able to go out and sleep with anybody you want. And if I don't like it, I don't have to accept it. Mm-hmm. But if I care about the person, then it shouldn't matter. None yeah. of it should matter, you know? I swear I'm a girl. I talked to my mom about my wedding. She says she wants to give me away. Really? <laughs> Is she? Yeah, and so like, I mean, it, are you planning something? Uh, it's 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 been mentioned, but like, we're, if wow, we're, my this mom, is quick, my mom and I have always talked about like yeah. my wedding, and she's always wow. even talked. She goes like, I even asked, her, I was like, would you give me away? And she goes, of course. And she starts, you know, you're a little girl. Yeah, you know, walking, <laughs> running around in my little flats. I mean, look, this is what this is what I can imagine for myself. You know, I have the the life don't have the marriage, have the family that I built, we built together. And I think it's all about chemistry and compatibility. You want to be with someone who has the same values as you. Mm-hmm. You know and, what I'm and, and that's uh, what everybody wants. You know, of everybody wants their own structure. Everybody but like, wants let's their own. say, you know, like, 
you know, three weeks in or three months in or three years in, you know, what happens if, you know, we want to go out and, you know, we see somebody and we're like, oh my gosh, like, look at this person, you know, I feel like, babe, you should go, you should go get that. That's when you talk in many situations and, and people who have those things, the thing that makes it successful mm -hmm. in their sense is, you know, talking about it. Talking, communication. Communication is key I don't in any see sleeping around as a betrayal. The betrayal is the lies. So that's why I would yeah. want everything open. Not, not the relationship being open, like an open relationship. More so open-minded, open communication and open dialogue. Everything is open. You know, there's no lying. We don't lie to each other. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, I agree. All right, we're going to be talking about dating in 2020. Swipe right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously it's so easy to meet people. You just go on your phone and, and you have, you know, so much available to you. Yeah. How do you feel about this? It's, I mean, it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Dating is harder than ever. I feel like you lose the personal side of you know of, of meeting someone face to face everything is like you know oh, yeah. people are judging you based on a photo you know like what happens if your face a certain way that doesn't you think it looks good but somebody else doesn't look good and you potentially lost your soulmate but you know everybody has so many hang-ups and securities false impressions of everybody and it's mm -hmm. it's like a mental state or you know like a insecurity people have you know and yeah you know, it's 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 different than what it was you know like 20 years ago i mean back in the old days like people would they would meet through like friends of friends or college or or you know like their family members or something uh i just feel like now it's it's overwhelming mm -hmm. and it's Let's think about it like back when you're like in middle school okay yeah. when you had like your i i know i did um have a crush on somebody. Yeah. Started building a friendship, started building a, like a friendship, like, you know, talking to the person, getting to know the person and then growing up. And then like how, at least for me, cell phones didn't come in until like I was like late in high school. Right. And we didn't even have apps or anything like that. It was, I had a flip phone in high school. Right. At the time I got up like, like on like, like a social media, like in, yeah. like when I had a phone, I was like already like in my twenties. Mm -hmm. And so, like, so, like, the generation now, you know, that's what they're used to. And that's how, like, people are different. They're programmed differently now. So it's, it's completely different than what it was, you know, so many years ago. I mean, you even see those movies from those rom-coms from the 90s mm -hmm. where, you know, it's the guy and the girl, they're friends, and it shows he's dating other women and she's dating other guys. And then at the very end, she's like, it was you. It was always you. And, you know, that... They fall in I love. like how you look at Jose at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Jose's our sound guy, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you know, having a friendship and then realizing you're in love, that is more meaningful than going on to an app, swiping right, talking for three months, and then being like, no, this isn't going to work. Delete. Mm -hmm. Sometimes well, they don't even want to meet. They just want to talk. Yeah, this goes into another topic that we have is online dating. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about these apps and stuff like Terrible. that? Terrible. Don't use them. Don't really? like them. Right. That's not yeah. what I heard. <laughs> so, um, what, okay, what apps well, have you been on? 
Have none, you been on anything? None of them. No. No? Oh. He's, you're lying? <laughs> All right, like one. Two. Okay. two. Okay, which ones? Hinge and Tinder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But not in, and not anymore. What about you? What I've been on? Shit. I've been on Grinder, Scruff, Tinder, Bumble, Jacked, Adam for Adam. I think, <laughs> I think that's not, even Craigslist. You know, like, I, you know, I've been on, I've been on everything. You know, you gotta, you gotta give everything a try at least once. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Did you have any success on, on these? Um, I got a lot of dick, but, you know, like, there was nothing really that was, you know, there was no substance. You know, it was on there for, for what it was, and it was mainly just there for sex. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But, but I did meet yeah. David on Tinder. Yeah, and, and you know, on there, people just swipe out of boredom. But, yeah. like, I actually read the profiles. And, you know, on his profile, I was actually kind of, like, apprehensive because it said, looking for booze and boys. And I was just like, mm, well, yeah. I'm going to swipe right just because I know what I'm getting into the situation. But right, right, right. it was actually worth it because I actually – the thing about Tinder – and, I, and it's not isn't sponsored, but you know, with Tinder, you actually get to talk to somebody, and you actually instead of like sending like pics and stuff like yeah. that, you actually get to talk to somebody and get to know somebody. And if you want to give your phone number out to them, then it, it, it you start talking to them on the phone, and that's wow. how it was for us. And like we were talking on there for like two months on the phone through no, the app through the app for like maybe like a you month. Can do phone calls through the app? No, oh, we, no. we were texting through oh, the you were, yeah. through the right. the app, okay. and then. Eventually, you started going on the phone, and then we were like, hey, why don't we meet, you know? Right. And so, like, then that's when it, you know, it progressed, and it, it was Did like... Did you have phone sex? Um, after. After every, you met? Yeah, after, yeah. Okay. Well, so, look, I mean, you said you said it uh, when you said that people swipe out of boredom, and I t that's one reason why. I don't want to have a profile mm -hmm. and then have somebody just swiping because they're bored. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? You got to approach it differently because sure, when you're on there, you're, you're looking for something, you know, like if, if it's, if it's something, if it's substance or if yeah. it was, it's a quickie, you're on there for a reason. And yeah. if you see something you like, and both of you guys come to the mutual agreement, Hey, more power to you. But you know what? With you, what, you know, the, the bio, some people don't even read the bio. Number one. Number two, if you do read the bio, I feel like. I don't know. It's different. If you met somebody in person, they're not going to say, hey, I like booze and boys. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you kind of get to know the person and you don't know what their agenda is. Well, actually, I think my reaction to that would be like, hey, I like booze and I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so if I saw the booze and the boys on someone else's or, you know, something yeah. else, I probably wouldn't swipe because I'm one, I don't drink. And two, the message is clear what they're looking for. But how do I know that their mind, people's feelings, people's minds, people's opinions but change, they evolve. If I didn't give him a chance, I would have never found exactly. out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He evolved. He changed. And obviously feelings, you can't control your feelings. So people yeah. change. But I feel like certain trigger words or certain, you know, phrases and, you know, that you would see in the bio might be a turnoff. You know, someone could be 5'5". Five five. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, I would never date someone that short. Boy, shorter boys try harder. Yeah, and if you met the guy, at, you know, in real life, and he was, like, really tiny, but he was so cute, maybe you would, you know, you'd be like, oh, I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, you're pickier over the, you know, when you're clear-minded and you're not seeing him. Mm -hmm. You don't have a, an emotional connection. So, uh, have you dated a short guy? Yeah. I'm pretty short myself, so, like, you know, dating an even shorter guy, it's kind of like, I'm like, what's this? I can't date taller. <laughs> really? Why? Uh, 
inferiority complex. I feel like I feel like Napoleon. You know, I feel like I'm this little tiny midget, and you're like six five, and I'm like, I'm the boss, okay? I wear the pants here, so don't mess with me. Okay? I feel like I've I've dated all shapes and sizes and colors really? and everything, but like it it that, you know, like it it I think that's just me. It's just me. It's just that I'm a very open person. I'm be able to give anybody a chance. Yeah. In that sense, but like, I don't know. I feel like it. Like back to the short guy question. I feel like the short guys try harder. Really? Yeah. I met this like really short guy. He was like all muscular and everything. I was like, oh, what are you compensating for? And and you like <laughs> and you, you know like he you know like he was just an equally nice guy. You yeah. know like what it means is just, you just have to give people chances. Right. The tall guys are fun because you get to climb them. Oh, I hate the tall ones. You know, I, like I said, I just, I just don't. But anyway, I wanted to say uh, something that popped in my head about the apps is that we have this self-love generation where, you know, if we're not happy, we just move on right away. We don't deal with the problems and we're looking for the next best thing. It's like oh, the grass is greener mentality. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, back in the old days, people would, you know, their husbands would be an alcoholic They'd be on, like, you know, all these prescription pills. They'd be cheating. They'd have a love child, and they'd still stay. Yeah. Now it's like he picks his nose, and it's over, okay? It's, like, ridiculous. Like, yeah. people need to fight for something. You can't just be like, okay, you know what? I don't like that your calves are really tiny, so I'm going to go back on the app now and find a meat meatier calves mm -hmm. or something. Like, <laughs> I just... Uh, I feel like because there's, you know, so many people to choose from, we want to find someone who fits every single box. Well, guess what? Not every box is going to get checked. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I had a friend that, you know, like, he had so many hang-ups before yeah. he actually dated somebody. Yeah. And he would, just hearing him just say, like, oh, he has to be a 6'3 and above, you know... Light yeah. skin, blue eyes, dark hair, and it's like, okay, you, okay, that's like thirty percent of all males here. I was like, okay, what about his brain? You know, like, what about you? Know, like, what about what is he? he what, is he successful? What about like, what about him? What about his personality? My mom used to tell me, and now she's with somebody, mm -hmm. um, and she's been with him for several years now. But she, when I was a teenager, she would say, I want someone tall, dark, and handsome. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? The guy she's with is fat, old, and bald. Ouch. So, you know, it's kind of like... But was he tall, dark, and handsome at a younger age? I don't know. My mom said he's the, short, he's the oldest and the fattest man I've ever been with in my life. And I love him. Mm. And but, you know what? but you know what? That's all that matters. It's true. You know, I'm saying we can have... The point of that was like, we can have everything we want listed out some people that's actually a thing you list out what you want mm -hmm. and you crumble it up or throw it in the garbage or you just you know you save it in a drawer or something mm -hmm. i'm not sure how it goes but you manifest it mm -hmm. and you say i want this in a man i want this in a man i want this in a man i mean some people have the list it goes three pages long yeah and then well, if you, you know talk what? to a counselor a relationship advice counselor they say cut out this cut oh he needs to make 300,000 a year. Cut that out. Bring the number down. You know, maybe, and then you'll, you'll open your, your network. You, you know, um, I actually did that. What did you and do? I wrote down, it, I'll even show it to you on my phone. Okay. And it was a year to the date mm -hmm. 
when before David and I got together, and it was the qualities that I wanted in a guy, mm-hmm. and he hit every single category. Really? And it was a year to the date. And right to that point, I was just like, holy shit, I manifest this guy. Yeah. And it, it was kind of like a like wow moment, and it's true. When you set your mind to something, when you really want something to come out and be realistic about it, you know, like, don't be like, oh, he has to be 6'3", you know, a certain height, you know, his hair has to go forward the other way. And Correct. it's like, it's like, does that shit really matter to right, you? Right, right, right. Like, aesthetics really, like, you, you, have to, you, you have to fall in love with somebody in order to appreciate them. Right. And that's what's going to turn you on about that person. But what scares me, this mm. is a side note, what scares me is that we, our generation is, I don't know if this makes us smarter or not, but we're waiting to get married. We're waiting to settle down until we're financially ready or until we're more mature. I agree with that. But what scares me is that people of a certain generation were married at 17 or 18 or 20, and by the time they're old, really old, they've been married for 40 or 50 years. Our generation, by the time we're that age... We're going to be married for 10 years. <laughs> but you know what? I, it, it's a level of maturity. Right. Because when you... It's not a number. You yeah. Can, yeah right. when, okay, when, 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 you, when it boils down. I was in a 10-year relationship. Yeah. And I thought that, that was my life plan. This is what this is who I'm going to. Did you get like hung up on the number and be like, yeah? And I was, I hit ten years. I got to hit twenty years Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. And I was there, but then when I asked myself, "Am I happy?" Right. I wasn't happy. Then it It was a routine, right? Yeah, and it was. It wasn't even. um, The relationship was nowhere near successful for what it was, and I was just telling myself, you know, I stood this long. Might as well just stay a little bit longer. Right. And when I realized. I'm it's, wasting it's my trap. fucking time. Yeah. This person does not support me in anything that I'm doing. I wouldn't even be here right. if I didn't stand up for myself to realize that I'm going to do what things are going to make me happy. Right. And, and that's when I realized, you know, like to stand up on my own two feet and to do what, what I needed to do. And that was, you know, strive for my own happiness. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you, how do you feel about like the level of casualness that's, like, it hasn't. It wasn't always like this, and I feel like it's getting more casual. I mean, are we ever going to get back to a time where relationships are taken more seriously, or is it just going to keep getting more and more casual until there's no relationship title left? You know what I'm saying? I think people go through their their. Uh, it's like the put. This is the puta stage, and it's it's you just doing what you got to do. You know, you In just our society you, yeah. as a whole. Yeah, right. and you just got to go and do this and got to, you know, you want to sleep around, you want to do that stuff. That's what, you, that's what you're doing here for. When you're ready to mm-hmm. settle down and when you're ready to find somebody, mm-hmm. then you'll find it. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people will get worried like, oh, I need to find somebody. I need to find a husband. I need to, before I'm 35. And it's like, right. it, 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 when that person comes into your life, when it's ready for you, right. then you'll get it. And you'll be happier. Mm-hmm. So what made you want something that was like of substance, something real? Like when did you know it was the right time for you? Okay, it was good. It, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. Okay. But I was, 
with this beautiful guy and I realized I just was happy just having dinner with him. That's and, it. And, and I wanted to, I, I didn't want to go to the bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, I actually, I wanted to get to know him more. And I wanted to get to, and it went straight to sex. You made a good point because my mentality, this has been like my whole mentality. You said, when it's like when you are in love with somebody, mm-hmm. you don't even want to go to bed with them. You want to fuck everybody else but them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that, that sounds messed up, right? You should want to sleep with the person you're in love with, but you made a good point. You're just like, so you've got all these butterflies and you're so in love and you just care about this person so much. You don't want to get, you know, have sex all the time. Sex is for, you know, for strangers, you mm-hmm. know, you know, some kinky situation, like walking down the street and then, you know, someone's like, Hey, follow me home or something. That's exciting. Falling in love is a different exciting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not, I don't put them two together. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I feel like that's why I am the way I am. Because when I'm in love, I don't get those urges. Yeah. But the embarrassing moment for me was we did go to the bedroom. Oh, you did? (laughs) And I didn't get excited. It's called the Madonna whore syndrome, by the way. It's a a real thing. The Madonna whore syndrome. Madonna whore syndrome? It's it's one word with a hyphenation. Uh Madonna whore syndrome. Did they diagnose her with it? No, not her. It's not it has nothing to do with it. Oh. The definition is that uh, a Madonna whore, the Madonna whore complex is the inability to maintain sexual arousal within a committed loving relationship. Hmm. I probably suffer from that. Well, I didn't feel like it was because it felt like, to me, it felt like a hookup. And then, really? for, yeah, so that's what it felt like for me. Oh, okay. And, but when I actually started to date David and... I, it's like the one time, like after a few months, like I realized, you know, I'm actually getting excited because I want to be with this person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I have the Madonna syndrome. No, you, no, not you. <laughs> well, wait, when you go to bed with David, uh-huh. do you feel shame or like you can't be 100% your sexual self? No. Exactly. <laughs> For me, if I'm dating someone and I have like a, you know, a fetish or a kink that I want to try out, I feel like, you know, you've built this, you know, they know your dirty secrets. They know your vulnerabilities. They know everything about you, your history, your past. They know, maybe at this point, they know your family and your friends. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's harder to be, to, to show that dirty side. Mm -hmm. But if you're with some, a stranger, they're not going to judge you. I mean, I'm not totally like that, but I think there's a little bit of that in me, Mm -hmm. not a hundred percent. But, um, you know, talking about it makes me more aware of it and makes me want to be more honest with people I'm dating. Yeah. Honestly, it still all goes together with wanting substance. You know, like, after, everybody has their play moments. Everybody wants to do the, like, their, you know, like, everybody wants to go down that road. But at the end of the day, when you're yearning for something different, and that's that's when I was in that position. I was like, this hot-ass motherfucker is right in front of me and I can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's, it, it didn't do anything for me. Right. And believe me, there's been so many times where I have had so much fun. Like in the Dominican, I was with this guy that was from Brazil. We're butt naked on the beach. And you know, like, like you had those moments, right? You know, like, and but those are good to remember mm-hmm. like when you're laying in bed with your significant other and you're just like, you know, you've been together for five years and you know, you have that friendship that you've built. You'd be like, mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like five years ago, six years ago, I was on the beach naked with some Brazilian, but now 
you know, I'm with my soulmate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can look back. But like, on what, what honestly feels better, like, like, twenty minutes of fun versus like, like, lifetime of com- like commitment. You know what I mean? Like, twenty minutes of fun. <laughs> I mean, twenty minutes of fun or a lifetime of commitment with somebody that provides a lot more than just twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, it depends. You know, I yeah. say this. In, I feel like love is like messes with your hormones. And I can sit here and say to you, I'm mm-hmm. not in love with anybody right now. And I can be clear-minded, level-headed, and not, you know, have your perspective. But the minute I fall in love, you're going to be like, I told you so. Mm-hmm. Because it, goes, it all goes out the window. Everything I'm saying now means nothing when you fall in love. Yeah. No, I'm, I'll definitely be right there being like, bitch, told you so. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're going to take a little nap right now, and we'll be right back. Hey, Dominic, guess what we're doing at johnofloater.com? Oh, I don't know. It sounds interesting. Is it like the Jono version of OnlyFans? No, that's kind of an amazing idea. Hmm, we might get on that. <laughs> But I'm announcing on my website, we are restocked for The Study of Dominic Albano by yours truly at the Jono shop at johnophoto.com. Right. Yes, that is so exciting. Um, we worked so hard on this. And for some of you who don't know, we released this book that we worked on together. It took us over six months to, to shoot and uh, put together. And we released it in May. But it was just a terrible time with COVID and people losing their jobs. And then the Black Lives Matter march really kind of took priority. We're re-releasing it for the holiday season. It's over 50 pages with so many different images, different setups, different situations that we we shot um, at the beach, in the studio, uh, a bunch of great things. It, it, was, uh, it was a great process making this. That's right. Are we going to be signing those too? Absolutely. Currently, we'll be signing them, and they come with two limited edition prints while supplies last. Awesome. So I know you mentioned uh, we would possibly have a Dominic t-shirt, like Eric, who is our last guest uh, for the politics episode. Um, Am I going to have a t-shirt? Yes, I have licensed a few from the study of Dominic Albano and a few fan favorites with Society6. They have amazing, super crisp image quality. And Dominic, you're going to be on a t-shirt and hoodie jacket. Amazing. (laughs) I love it. This is great. I'm so excited. Thank you so much um, for, for allowing this to happen and make this possible. Where do the fans get them? Where do people get these? Everything is going to be linked through my website at johnophoto.com. That's J-O-N-O-P-H-O-T-O dot com. And currently, Society6 has a sale right now for 40% off. Um, Can it be any more better? To get this before Christmas, December 25th, all cutoff dates are December 7th at 12 Pacific Standard Time. So get your orders in now. Oh, I love that. It would make the perfect gift. (laughs) It totally would. As a special gift to our listeners, use promo code JABBER, J-A-B-B-R, for 15% off your order at the Jono Shop. I'm telling you, it makes a perfect gift for, you know, yourself, your neighbor, you know, that one 
uncle. You know what I'm you know you know what I'm talking about. For your mother, your brother who's kind of in the closet, your ex-boyfriend, maybe your current boyfriend. You never know. You never know. It's very exciting. I cannot wait. Don't forget, I'm having a big sale on my OnlyFans. We've got so much going on with Jabber and in the book. I'm so glad we've got another thing coming up. Uh, We are doing a fitness project together. So that'll be later on. But yeah, we've got a lot of great things coming up. Also, I wanted to say our email is jabberpod, J-A-B-B-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. Oh, they thought it was spelled differently, huh? Yeah, some people got confused. Jabber with an E. But we are just Jabber with an R. J-A-B-B-R. So send us an email. Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Ugh, such a classic. I love this song. Do you remember when it came out? Um, rude. <laughs> okay, so we're moving on to something about something you'll enjoy talking about yeah. yourself. So I love talking about me. I know you do. So we're going to talk about your personal relationship today because it's so unique to me that, you know, you guys have been together for one year. Yes. You've moved in together. You've committed to each other. And, you know, I respect that. I admire that, you know. So I want to know, you know, how did this all, you know, just kind of form together? And uh, how do you make it work? Communication. Like, we yeah. talk every day. Well, you live and, together. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, like, you can live with somebody and yeah. not talk about issues and right. how someone feels and how somebody... So you're open. You're both open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We completely talk about everything. Mm-hmm. And we made that agreement a long time ago. And we said, like, you know, like, we're not going to be dysfunctional. We're not going right. to, you know, like, we're going to figure shit out on our own. Yeah. And and that's something that, you know, like, I'm glad, you know, like, we're able to do and that he's willing Absolutely. to do. Oh, yeah. I, you know, like, I hate to go back to it, but, you know, on my... The, last long-term relationship that I had, you know, like, it didn't, we didn't talk, you know? I wasn't allowed to bring up issues. I wasn't allowed to talk about my feelings or anything like that. Are you kidding like me? So it's, you know... That's crazy. So seeing that, you know, like, 
real, pulling myself out of that situation and, you know, getting out of that abusive relationship, learning self-love, learning for a mutual... But you know what? You have to be grateful that that relationship happened because you got to a point where you said, I'm not going to do that, that, and that. I want to be this, this, and this. Without those bad relationships, mm -hmm. you wouldn't form an identity for the new ones, the ones that work. Yeah, that's you know? absolutely true, and yeah. I, I agree with that. But, you know, you have to do your own self-growth and your own self-maturity level with it. Yeah. Because that's the only way that you're going to realize, you know, and find true happiness. Yeah. You know, like, it sucks, but, you know, like, me yearning for that mutual love, you know, I did become a slut. You know, and it wasn't, it wasn't the best time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kissed a lot of toads. Right. And, you know, it... it then finding another relationship that wasn't the same, mm -hmm. becoming a secret and getting hurt, and then realizing that, you know, all this stuff, you know, like, it, it's like, how much lower do I need to go? Yeah. And realizing that, you know, like, I need to wake up and do something that's for me. Right. That's who someone's going to better me. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, going on this road, you know, and finding, you know, who I am as an individual, yeah, and finding someone that's going to make me happy that loves everything that I'm doing. Right. Well, I mean, you said you kissed a lot of toads, but mm -hmm. you know what? Thinking about my own personal experience, I don't think I've ever kissed a toad, metaphorically speaking. Mm -hmm. Like, every man I've ever been with, I am friends with to this day, except for one, mm -hmm. who's a psycho. That's different. So... Uh, I'm friends with all of them. And, you know, we talk, we check in on each other. You know, if I go to New York, I have a place to stay. I'm always welcome. Mm -hmm. And I don't get jealous. I hold resentments uh, from the past. I've, you know, had some experiences where we've exchanged some nasty things. Things have got heated. We've said things that we don't mean or things that we do mean, things that hurt. And we become better from it and because of it. And uh, we're better friends anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. Are you friends with your exes? No. None of them? <laughs> no. Wow. On a non-talking basis. We, I don't know, it just, it's, I think it's on a mutual thing, like where I was at a maturity level where I said, like, if you want to talk to somebody, we can talk, you know, like, and mm -hmm. we'll come to this level, but it's like a weird level where it's like, we can't even do that. Would David let you? be friends with exes or is that an insecurity he wouldn't want you to do he's open to it he's ta he talks to his exes is he, his, is he yeah. friends with exes? Mm -hmm. that's good. And, and you're cool with it yeah uh, you don't get jealous no okay because like hearing the conversation talking about because he's a big gamer he likes talking about video games and right, right, right. talk about like movies and, yeah. and food and stuff like that so it's like you can see that it's a friend level good it's not like you know like oh hey yeah but you're not you're not like like if he's gonna call his ex, who he's friends with now, mm -hmm. and he's just sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. Are you purposely lingering in that room to listen? Or no? no. Okay, no. you just catch things. I, I trust him. Right. That's what, you know you should. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I'll I'll still like see my exes if we if you know if things get heated and it becomes physical. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't catch feelings again. I mean, I'm at the point where I've become such good friends with some of my exes that now I know more about them in, as a friend. Like, they've taken a shit in front of me after the relationship ended as a friend. 
and it makes me never want to date them again after hearing them taking a dump mm -hmm. 10 feet away with the door open. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Why'd you look at Jose again? <laughs> okay, so I want... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a confession to talk about. I want to move on to talking about... I think Jose wants to move on, too. <laughs> I want to read a blog post. Mm -hmm. So, by the way, you know I've been blogging, right? Yeah. And, you know... She can type. <laughs> I want to sort of do something on my own. Because the podcast is, is ours. Yeah. It's not mine. It's not yours. And so the blogging is something that's mine. And it's a little deeper than the podcast. So I wrote one on monogamy. Mm -hmm. It's called Monogamish. And I want your thoughts on it, okay? Mm -hmm. So this, I'm just going to read it word for word as I have it in the blog. So this entry is called Monogamish. Is it kosher? <laughs> and I want your honest opinions at the end. Okay. okay. So I'm going to read it word for word. Monogamy is a trap. It's a box with four walls and no exit. It forces restrictions and rules and how things should be. Sometimes it feels like a plot. You get lured in and now you're trapped. In a relationship, there's always the one person who's more monogamous than the other, and the least monogamous one just wants to make them happy. For me, monogamy makes me feel confined and out of control. Because I have it, I'm so afraid of losing it, I become jealous and insecure and suspicious and controlling. Ownership does that, and so does greed. Lately, I've learned that something so necessary shouldn't be avoided because of what it does to you mentally. I've realized that monogamy may not really be for me. Maybe it's not really natural at all. If monogamy isn't for me, does that mean polyamory is? The answer? I don't think so. I want someone with no ties, nothing locking them down. They choose me because they want to. You'll hear a newlywed bride joking with her friends. Now that she has a ring on it, she doesn't have to put out anymore. And you'll hear the groom groan to his friends that he can't go to bars anymore with it, without his other half, or even worse, at all. And there it is. They'll fall in love with you for who you are and then lock you down with a sort of manipulative agenda and change you for their benefit. I think monogamy creates dishonesty, all to avoid hurting someone and the rules they've created for us. There are no tricks up my sleeve. There's no hidden agenda saying one thing and meaning another. I want my love to have every opportunity to leave. Every temptation could be satisfied, yet they still choose to stay. They still choose me. Well, that's it. You know, it's it gives monogamy a bad name. Um, yeah. I'm very monogamous, and how do you feel it, about that? It, it, it's offended or no? No, it's your opinion, right? You know, but like at the end of the day, it, it's 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 your perspective of it. The way that I see monogamy, it's you know, like we do have an agreement, right? We do have our um, like this is amusing. David and I as as an example, we do have our understanding of what the relationship is yeah. and I said if you don't want this anymore you can you can leave and you know if I didn't want this anymore I, you know like I, I, I would think I would about this it's hard to leave just because you want to when you've got a mortgage together kids together you've got a, a, a state document saying that you are legally together it's harder when you have assets together to just get up and walk away but you know why stay if you're unhappy, why stay? 
if you're if if complicated, yeah. No, but like that's true though. You know, like I even told them before, like you know, like if you're unhappy, if if I'm unhappy, you know, like rest assured, one of us is gonna say something, yeah, and we'll address it. Right. We'll figure it out, and when we come to that road. We'll figure it out. What's going to happen if, you know, one of us has to leave or one of us stays, you know, like, we'll figure it out. Right. But that's the key point of communication is talking it out. Yeah. I mean, look at Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Mm -hmm. You know who Goldie Hawn is, right? Yeah. She's been with Kurt for 30-something years, and they've never married. Mm -hmm. And everyone is like... Everybody has their own perception, of, and, and anybody has their own thing of what they want to do. There's no set plan. There's no set no, goal. No, not not at all. And you know, it, it's whatever. I what, personally wouldn't be able to live with myself if I said. I mean, I'm sure the conversation with you and David was mutual and different. And he said his part, and you said your part. You know, and you made it expectations together. Mm -hmm. But for me, how but I like, see say it, the thing with me and David what? is that we both agreed in on uh, uh, to be in monogamous. That's what you both want. Yeah. But, we both yeah. come to that agreement that that's something that we want. But for me, mm -hmm. I have this deep, deep insecure and fear that I'm going to say, hey, babe, you know, I kind of want to only see you. I only want to be monogamous, you know, with you. And uh, they might say, yeah, let's do it. And then in the back of my mind, I'll say, well, I planted that seed. Is that is that truly what they want? I'll always have doubts. I'll always have questions. I don't want to have you, the conversation. You, 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 can't, you can't live with that mentality that if you say something, you're going to persuade somebody just to doing something. Know, but, it's it's their own will. But like, what about people, but these women who are constantly like, oh, I want to get married by the time I'm 30. I want to get married. And then, you know, the boyfriend is sitting there, the poor guy. I mean, I've seen it. I've heard well, it. Well, you know, like for women, it's different. They have, yeah. you know, like a time cycle. And, you know, the, the, when they say they want to get married by a certain age, it's because, you know, like they, they want but they want to have a We're talking about persuading. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when the woman is saying, I want to get married by 30. I want a wedding. I want, a, you know, 250 people. What, what about him? What does he want? What if he wants to go to if, City if it's, Hall? If it is a successful relationship... Then they both come to an agreement. I mean, okay. Every relationship has a mutual point. They have sacrifices. Everybody has to make a sacrifice. I, that is and everybody true. Everybody has That's to have true, a but mutual. But there's also a reality where the husband—we're talking heterosexual couple here—the mm -hmm. the boyfriend feels pressured into proposing. Mm -hmm. He feels pr pressured into providing the wedding that she wants, having to ask her father for the for permission or whatever. I don't know. I think it's like my my love life, my love story looks like I've painted the picture that it looks as though I say, I'm choosing to be monogamous to you, do what you want, and but don't lie to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody has their own rules, though. Yeah. Everybody has their own agreements, their own sacrifices, and their own, you know, like... I hate to say it, it sounds so religious, but their own cross to carry. Right. You know, everybody has their own their their own will and path to do. When it comes to that fork in the road, when they mm -hmm. need to make a decision, then they choose. Right. It's not going to be a sacrifice. Oh, you need to stop this. And why would anybody agree to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? You lose a piece of you when you start to take away too much. Right. Both of you have to come to that agreement and sacrifice something. In order to have something happy with it. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, I think that 
wraps us up for yes. today. Yes! I thought that was great talking about it like was. Our own, yeah. I mean, we're so different mm. and but yet we can agree to disagree and you know you hear me mm-hmm. you know you hear my perspective and you don't judge it and I hear you and I really admire it you know what you've built and what you've created thank you so anyway uh, thanks for tuning in thanks to our sound guy Jose hey girl thank you so much for listening this week is Thanksgiving I just want to thank I'm thankful for everybody that's here listening to you guys yeah and you know it's it's a blessing to have all of you guys here with us and the guests our special guests yeah. We are so thankful. Everybody. We have so many more shows lined up already. It's 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 pretty phenomenal. And yeah. we looked at the numbers on our end. Who's listening? Where are they listening? International. Yeah. And, and, and I so- can't believe it. It's just like everyone it's like <laughs> like like everyone from all over the world is like tuning into it and it's like what? <laughs> so <laughs> So it's it's a very grateful experience, and I want to thank everybody out there for that. And you know, yeah. really we're grateful for you on this Thanksgiving holiday, and appreciate you guys so much. And we have merch available at jonaflutter.com. Yes. So check that out at jonaflutter.com/shop. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Tune in next week and the week after that and the week after that. Yeah. Okay, bye, guys. Love you. Bye. This has been Jabber Podcast, produced by Dominic Albano and John O'Madison. Sound by Jose Gallo. Do you have a question or inquiry? Send us an email at jabberpod at gmail.com. Or send us a DM on Instagram at jabberpod. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Stories and mentions are not meant to hurt anyone and their subtitle parties.